Hello, and welcome to the Alternative Podcast, coming to you from San Andres Island. Thanks so much for joining us today. Now here is Pastor Eddie with this week's message. Good morning, church. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in Him. We give the Lord thanks for this great gathering this morning. How good and how pleasant it is for brothers to gather themselves together in the house of the Lord to worship Him and to adore Him. We have just seen a wonderful song that touched me and I believe I've seen one. But even before the sharp meditation of this evening, of this morning, the song said that God has given us everything. He has done so many things for us. The question turned around. Have we given to God everything? Do you believe you have something more that you can give to God? I believe all of us. All of us have something more to surrender to the foot of the cross. So this morning as we come, I want to pass Edmiston for the invitation to come and share the word of God with you all this morning with all of us. That is found in the, God, in the book of, historical book of the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles. Um, and already we have read and listened to the scripture. And so I just want to entitle this meditation of this morning, Growing in Community. Growing in Community. Father, we pray you will just come now, Lord, and speak to us through your word. Holy Spirit of God, help me. Father, it's not me, it's you, Lord. It's not my word, it's your word. So, Father, I pray that you will receive all the glory and all the honor and all the praise that you only to you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Growing in community. We have seen this morning in this chapter that Sister Elena shared with us. That is found in the, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4. I have a different scripture this, this morning, but it's all have connection with one another. Sharing among believers is entitled the scripture that she's telling. I have just read a while ago. But if we go to the chapter 2 and the verse 40, 42, until the 47, we have almost the same passage of scripture. These believers give us and set an example that all of us as believers should be doing and practicing. Because here in this scripture, we find how, in, in spite of the persecution, in spite of the difficulties, in spite of all the wrong things that was happening right there, Still, the gospel continued to expand itself. The gospel, with all of the opposition, the gospel and the Christians survived in that time. And even today, we have a lot of opposition and we can still stand in the name of Jesus. Because something happens to these people that energize them. Something that maybe many of us here have experienced and was the great encounter that they had with God and the power of his Holy Spirit. The scripture tells us we in verse of opposition, 41. So then those who had received his word were baptized 
And that day there were added about 3,000 souls. He said that those who accepted his message, and he said they were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to the church. But this morning, as we look to the scripture, our next version said that those who received the message gladly, and this gladly means steadfast, they received the gospel willingly, they received the gospel readily. That means that from that very moment, they was committed to do whatever the gospel was saying and teaching them. Because they were surrendering the every all to the dictator, dictation of the message. What that means to say that when we come to Jesus Christ, no one compels us to do it. Because in that time, these first believers or these people that get converted, there was a time when they didn't believe nor accept the message of Jesus. But now that they accepted willingly, steadfastly, there was no ready to live to what the gospel was dictating them to do. And that should be our behavior. When we come to Jesus Christ, we should be ready to do the work of the Lord. When we come to him, we come out of a free will. That's why the Bible says, whosoever, whosoever, whoever wants to come to him, we do it in a, with an open heart, with an open mind, so that the Spirit of God can work through us. The song that we have just listened a while to get, um, I go and say, I know what the Lord can do. Not you, something like, so the, 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 the message say of the song. But if we not open up our heart and our mind willingly, we know we experience what the power of God can do in our hearts. We have willing to let Jesus and the Holy Spirit of God fill us and empower us to do the work. So in this scripture this morning, we um, explore this text this morning. We are going to see how these people in fellowship through care and through the care that they had to one another and the love that they expressed among one another. Because when the Holy Spirit of God is working within us, it binds us together. We have to know that when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are born into Jesus Christ and we are born into a family. Because the church is the family where God has placed each and every one of us. And each, another, each one of us are members of his body. And as members, each one of us have a role to play within our community. Have you ever think and imagine, I am here in this community, and I am not coming to church, and not congregating myself, that member of the body is lacking, and the body is going to cripple itself. Because why? The, the member that is lacking there is not connected to the body. So each one of us as a member of the body of Christ should take up our responsibility as to exercise 
OR give an OR part in the building of the community. He said, and with many other words, solemnly testify and kept on exhorting them, saying, um, sorry, he said here, and he said, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. This was the things then why these believers in this first community of Christians come together. They have reason why they come together. When we come together, we come with the same goal. The principal goal that we come here for this morning is what? Worship God and glorifying him. Each and every one of us should come with that in mind. So that there can be unity. If each one of us come with a different concept, there won't be any unity among us as how it should be. But something that we notice here in the text, the Bible said that those that believe, that means that maybe it wasn't 3,000, maybe it was 4,000. But out of the 4,000, 3,000 believed. And they were the ones that to, to worship God, to sharing of bread, and to have fellowship. And this fellowship, this koinonia means that they were participating. Do you hear, or you could ever hear any Christian say, I am a believer, I am a Christian, but I, me and my God, will keep our fellowship. That no work. If we belong to Christ, we belong to a body of Christ. And that's why we are to congregate ourselves. Because when we don't come to fellowship with one another, and we stay apart, sometimes we don't have time to come to congregate, but we have time to see television. We have time to go and visit someone else. We got time to do a lot of things, but we don't take all time to come to fellowship. And the place of fellowship is where you are going to get strength. To meet your everyday needs, your everyday struggles. Each and every one of us need a family. God's intention and God's design from the very beginning was community. God never made none of us to be isolated by ourselves. Because we have experienced this with the pandemic. One time we couldn't come together, how we miss our brother and our sister. What a difficult time. Then we experience that I need you and you need me. I need a hug from you and you need a hug from me. Because that's the design of God. That we be together in community. So that we can grow. I can tell you, one time we don't congregate ourselves, we're going to dry up like a leaf. We're going to dry right up. Because we need the Holy Ghost Spirit to empower us. Let us see what Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 24 says. And let us consider how we may spur up one another unto word love and good deeds. You see, so we have to consider how we can encourage one another. We come together to encourage one another. Because if I am out there and I have my situation and my problems then, and there is no one to tell me, hey sister, I am with you. I'm praying for you. How do you believe I will feel? Like no one cares. But plenty of people today feel like no one cares because you and me are not doing our part. There are many people out there who may say they are believers, but I don't see that they are showing some kindness and some love with me. 
Because why we, me as my, as part of the body, I am not doing my part. We are respecting at times other people to do it, but not me. And that's why all of us are very important in this body. This body cannot function if you are lacking. It may function, but it's crippled. We need you, and you need us. Because this is uh, together things. The, the one time they said they come together, that means that they were in one place. One place. We are here. We are in one place. And we come together and we have fellowship. And we worship God. And we praise God together. You know why? Because when do this, we are showing our love towards one another and our care for one another. How sad it is when time we have a death in our family, not you? And maybe everybody is like in different our situation. That's very sad. But when that happens, if you and me come around, we can say, this person, they care for us. Maybe they are not of the body, but if we just show up themselves, they will know that we have the love of God in us. They will know that we are marking a difference because we are here to exercise the love of God and to show care to one another. This scripture, he also said that they were baptized. They were again being with a new dressing. They leave the old things behind and now they have adapted to a new lifestyle. And so this should be our new lifestyle, to be in community, to love people, and to love God first of all. Because when time we love God, we're going to learn to love other people. But if we don't love God, we can't love other people. Because it's the Spirit of God within me that trains me to love you and to love you. I am here this morning. You may be strange, but I love you. Because it's the Spirit of God working in me. That tell us that we are one. It's the spirit of God working in, in us that binds us together as one body. And so when time we do that and we feel that warmness and that love, other people will know that we belong to Jesus Christ. That we are not one, one nation or one person by ourselves, but we are part of God's kingdom. The Bible said, and some really call our attention in the text, say that they everything in common. No, this was not by compulsion. Nobody forced them to do this. You know why? Because when we have the love of God, sharing will be something normal in our life. We share love. We share maybe um, if someone is in need and we can help, we help. Because that's the way of demonstrating God's love for people. This is not communism. It's only the people of God exercising their duty. What they understood of the disciples then. Why? These people may be at the beginning, they never believed what Jesus was preaching and all these things. You know, the Israelites, so many times God have called them and they didn't come. They did understand. They rejected Jesus. But now when they came to Jesus, everything was different. So they knew that these disciples were with Jesus and they had the spirit of God, the way they teach, the way they share, and that carried them to imitate 
and to believe what they were doing. You see, if I am here morning saying something to you and you don't see that in my life, perhaps you won't believe what I have to say. But it's not what me saying, it's what the word of God say. So they didn't only the person, they were seeing their action. The action of the apostles of Peter and all the other believers. The Bible says that these believers in Hebrews 10, 24, 25 said, Do not forsake the assembly of yourself together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the time is approaching. And that's why the Bible tells us that we should not forsake the assembly of coming together. As many people, many of us let at times, sometime when time, the devil start put all kinds of ideas in our mind. And I would say in the devil at times come and tell we, no, no go church today. No, look who they're in there so that wicked person, no go. You know, and we believe those saying of the enemy. And we met in chapels. And so the Bible is exhorting us, do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together. That the tell we say, if we stay out there, we may fall into temptation. And we don't miss the time when time we start get cool. We don't miss the time when time we start fall apart. And we don't miss the time when time we end up outside there and we never know how it happens. Why? Because we stop coming together and to have fellowship. That's one of the danger of not being in communion with one another. That's one of the greatest danger. Because, and the word said, for the day is approaching. We do not know one time if we fall out of fellowship, in which moment the Lord will call us home. Because God knows best. And that's why the Apostle, the, the, um, the Apostle Paul exhorts us not to forsake the assembly of coming together with one another. You know, coming together with one another is the place where we learn to have a good relationship. Here is where we discover real friends. Here is where we get to know a person in our more intimate way. Because why? Clara, brothers and sisters in the faith, we are also friends. You see, and the idea is that Strong, strong relationship is built when time we come together with the same purpose and the same mind. And that's why that is very important. When time we as believers, we know Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God have taken hold of our mind and our hearts, then we're going to speak the same language. We're going to feel the same thing. What they drive you, they drive me. The same passion. And so we will be able to compenetrate with one another. And so this is very important. The general care for the disciples, they were providing what maybe others in need was lacking. And only, not only that, they said that like if they had it stored up for the moment the things present. You see, wasn't that it was presenting daily, but... Sometimes, maybe, you know, we prepare ourselves for our times. We don't know when time is going to happen, when time we going to fall in need. And so these people, they had everything there. And then we have the example of Ananias and Sapphira. And that's why the text said, and we they said, this is, wasn't by compulsion. 
Nobody was telling this one, hey, go and sell and bring your money back. No, we gather together freely. As we were saying, gladly, readily to give up ourselves, to give our all to Jesus Christ. Nobody have to um, put pressure on us to do the things. And this is where sometimes, that's why I would say sometimes we don't congregate because we don't feel the pressure. Not you? And so because it's something freely, God will accept whatever you may present to him. But God wants your all. And so that's why he said, we give the Lord everything. No one piece of we want everything. We have to give the Lord everything. And so community grow in fellowship through love and care. Love and care for one another. Community is also, and the gathering of us together is an opportunity. It provides opportunity. How many of us have the opportunity to serve to our community? We are the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. Maybe there are no other channel except the church whereby you can help somebody. It gives us the opportunity to serve others as the need presents. Not only at the community of faith, but even those outside in the larger community. Why? Because we come together and it grants us that opportunity. No, no one of us here this morning, as I look on the praise team, we discover our when time we come together. We never can tell what the Lord can do to us. Many of us, maybe you know, I know if you sing, I know you did discover, say so you can sing. I never know to talk, but I discover, say so maybe the Lord give me the gift to talk. You see, because it's all about the work of the Spirit and the opportunity that God presents and provides for us. But if we not come, we will never know what we can do for the Lord. I want to tell us this morning that these disciples, they never had no credential, credential for preach. There was fishermen. They had different skills to do work in the community. But still, the power of God was upon them. And they were enabled to do the work of God. So that's all God needs from you and me is a heart. That God needs is willingness, readiness, steadfastness. That's what God needs from you and from me to get his kingdom to expand. I don't know how many of us this morning are to give the little that we have and make God make much out of it. God will multiply it, I tell you. Because we never know how God can take a piece of stick and do great things with it. But he just want a heart. God just want a heart. And then he will show you what he can do. Him will show you what him can do through you. Sometimes God's tap our remote. We have seen with our eyes how God has transformed people's life. Not because of their themselves, you know. Because, no, was because the Spirit of God was working something in them. And they were open to let that happen. So we have to let and give the Spirit way so that the Spirit can work in us. If we, the Bible said that if we quench the Spirit, what happens? God has feelings. Because the Bible said, do not quench the spirit of God. When God speaks to us and we quench the spirit, we lock up ourselves 
are not going. Are not going to move. The Spirit of God, they move you to accept Jesus, but are not going to go and put it after tomorrow. We they quench the Spirit. We they quench the Spirit of God. And God will not use us as how He wants to use us. And what happened? We they deny ourselves from the blessing that God has for us in store. Many times we want to see the blessings of God, but we won't say they deny ourselves from that blessing because we are not available yet. And we they put it off and then we defile God for what they happen with us. We have to let God's spirit work in us for us to advance and have a victorious life. And that's why I was saying that we never know our maximum capacity yet until we place it at the foot of the cross in Jesus' hand. Jesus, we see here how they work in small groups also. They say that they continue daily, daily. Imagine we come to church one time or two times a week and if one person comes, it's plenty sometimes, not you. Because we're not committed, because something is lacking and we have to ask ourselves, what is happening with me? This is something serious. We have to take serious matter in serving the Lord. Because God is watching at our attitude. And the small groups is the place where sometimes the church starts to grow. Sometimes we like the big gathering, but the plantation of churches in the, old, in the time of these first believers was this gathering in small groups. Because they share together. They commune together. They had fellowship with one another. And we discover the beauty of each one of us. And that's why we should never forsake coming together in the different services, in the different um, activities that the church calls for us to participate in. Because this is our so fair. One service at a time may not be sufficient for us to grow as how we need to grow. How a student do when time he is in a grade? You have to study hard. And so for us also to grow in the faith, we have to study hard. We study hard and we get the word when we come here. Sometimes we say, I will stay home and read, but it's not the same thing. The blessings from last Sunday is not the same one today. And the one from next Sunday won't be the same one today. And that's why it's very important. Try to be faithful in the different services that we are called to assemble ourselves together and to grow. This is very important because we know that, as I said, the devil would want to keep us occupied with other things. When there are things to do in the kingdom of God, which ones are more important to you? Are you what are you priorizing, prioritizing? How are your priorities in regards to your fellowship and the growing of the community of faith? In which place do we have it in our life? It's important for us to congregate to ourselves or is not important? It's very important, as I said before. And so we have to learn to participate in the different activities. And we see that um, also, as I said, 
we receive the strength that we need when time we come into this worship service. We come to praise God. We come to honor him. We come to give him all that he alone deserves. The Bible says in verse, in verse 43, say, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possession and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. And he said, day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their knees together with gladness and sincerity of what? Of heart. You see, this is very important. The small groups going from house to house, sharing the word of God, coming into having um, small groups of prayers and things like this. This is very important for us as believers. We want to grow and to expand the kingdom of God. Um, there is a tree called redwoods. Redwoods in California. And these trees have about 300 feet. The biggest tree in the world. And people may believe that these redwoods tree, if they're so big because some of them have 2,500 years and they are still there. People believe that the root of this tree must deep in the, in the ground. But it's not that it's shallow. But what happened? They intertwine. The root them intertwine. And when time the storm comes, they remain steady. Nobody knew, but because the root they are intertwined, they stick together. So the breeze and the storm can't blow them down. And that's why the church has to remain together. One time we intertwined together, the Bible said, um, as how we say, the command says, um, together we stand. But when we divided what? We so if we stand there by ourselves, the enemy going to devour us. But if we are community, ahead of protection around us. The community of faith is where we find protection. The community of faith is where we can find, even at time, the, 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 the solidarity that we need in times of need. So it is very important for us to keep together. We need one another to energize one another, to comfort one another, the same comfort that I have been comforted with is the same comfort God will use one of these days when you are in your need for me to go and comfort you. Because I am your, we are the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. We are the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Matthew 18, 20, the verse said that wherever two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus, he is there. And so if we come together, we are more than two, Jesus Christ is here. The Spirit of God is here. And that means that where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of God is, there is power to do unsearchable things where you never expect in your life and my life. Because the Spirit of God is moving. Where the Spirit of God is, there is healing. There is deliverance. And there is salvation. And that's why it's very, very important for us to come together 
as believers to worship God. Those people out there in the world that do not assemble themselves. It's very difficult for them to carry this train of life. If sometimes we come here and we can feel it so difficult, how you believe or imagine them outside there? Because when we come here, we can bring our burden to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we can share our burdens with one another. And so it's not only the burden sharing, but it's the love and the happiness and the joy that we also share. Because it's not for only bad times that we meet or when sorrows. We also meet for joy and for happiness. To have this real fellowship, this communion that the word of God speaks and tells us about. And so, when time we come with this intention, there is no compulsion, as we said before, because we find the case of Ananias and Sapphira. Nobody was obligating them to sell. They did it because they want. You know what was their mistake? The lie that they tell. They sell their property for a certain amount, and they come and say that they sell it for a certain amount. That was their failure. And that's why when time we come together, let's come in sincerity of heart. That's what the text says. We must come with sincerity of heart, of an open heart, of an open love. Everything that we do, because God searches our heart, and he knows our intention. If we are here to worship him today in spirit and in truth, God knows that. You know, and so may God continue to bless us and to help us really to exercise this growing in community, growing in faith, because we cannot stand to remain inside here and do not expand our love with others. We have to expand our love with other people. They are all there in need. There is a lot of people out there in need, and they will only come when time we go for them. When time we start evangelize them, when time we start visit them, when time we start to do the work of Jesus Christ, um, what the word of God dictates us. Because each one of you, this person may say no one cares because I know they show them. Maybe the part of the body that is failing is me. So until I come and I plug in, then everything will work as how it should work. All of us have to plug in. It's one body. It's one body. Is one body with many members, and each member have to comply with its duty. So may the Lord help each and every one of us this morning to have that sense of surrendering our all to him, that sense of giving our best, our maximum capacity in the community of faith where God has placed us. God has placed us. If you know that God has brought you here for a purpose, then you should... Do it with delight. Serve the Lord with gladness. Not out of compulsion. Serve the Lord as how the Lord requires from each and every one of us. May the Lord forgive us the times then when maybe we could do something and we didn't do it. We have to ask God forgiveness. You know? But God is also a loving God who is always ready and willing to receive us in any moment we come to him. The Bible tells us that they were praying God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number daily all those that were to be saved. God do the work himself. The Holy Spirit do the work itself. And so may the Lord help us this morning to empower ourselves. To give us, the Bible tells us that God is the one who gives us the will and the desire to do his work. God is the one who pours out of his spirit in us to do his work.
May the Lord pour out within us that desire to do his will, not our will. Because our mistake many times is that we want to do it our way. It's God's way and what the Spirit of God is leading us to do. Is leading our leader to do. Not how we believe or what how we think. Let God have his own way of doing and building his church. This is the community of faith. This is the work of God. And God is the one who is leading and who is directing. And that's why we learned from this community of faith this morning of the first church that all of them was following the apostles' doctrine. What they were teaching them was what the people them were doing. Because there was a sense and they see that what the apostle them was doing was the right thing. So may the Lord help us this morning to follow the leadership of the Spirit of God. It's the leadership of the Spirit of God that we should follow. Amen? So may the Lord help us this morning, again, as we said, to grow in community, to grow in love, to grow through small groups that um, we may have or practice or whatever, because it's the way for us to come to know one another and the way for us to expand the work of God within our community. Remember that we are not only we, there are people outside there that need to come. The Bible said that God was adding daily as they fellowship together daily. Let's go and pull somebody out there that need to come. So we must compel them at times through the spirit and the power of God to come. And do not leave them out there in the hands of the enemy. Because the enemy is good at his work. He's doing a lot of things we complain day and night. But what are we doing? How can we get the job done? That's a great question that here in San Andreas, all that we are, are, are saying daily. We can do. One time we see San Andreas apart or our young people or our children. What we going to do? We have to join together. And what we say many times is the division that we have among us. But it's the unwillingness for us to learn to work together. Work together. No matter where we may be, we can work together one time we have a goal. And these people had a common goal to worship God and to praise him. And that's why they were able to come together and to expand the kingdom of God. And we can do it as well. Do you believe it? We can do it. So may the Spirit of God help us and empower us that we continue to let other people see Jesus in us. Only when them see Jesus in us, they will motivate themselves to come. Inspire themselves to come. When they see the love of God in you and in me. If our brother here see the love of God in me, they say, hey, that is true. What I say is true. But if they don't experience it, they know what it is, and they will never come. So may the Lord help us. Amen. Amen. God bless us. Thank you for listening today. Our hope is that this message has allowed you to hear from the God who loves and redeems you through His Son, Jesus. To hear more from The Alternative, subscribe through your preferred podcast app. We would love to connect with you. You can follow and contact us on Instagram or Facebook at the alternative underscore SAI or watch past messages at youtube.com slash the alternative underscore SAI. Have an awesome week.